Shall I read it from the I NIV so. to start? That would be a good plan. Yeah, so this is the translation we normally use in our church. And it says, one day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us. And lead us not into temptation. There you go. So that, it's really hard to do that without adding in the bits that we normally add I know. <laughs> Isn't it interesting when we hear a version of a prayer that we know so well, and it's slightly different? We're going to find that this morning. We're going to think about the Lord's Prayer throughout this service uh, today. But the first part of the Lord's Prayer is all about who we are addressing, the one we are talking to, our Heavenly Father, the one who loves us. And we're also coming, of course, to the one who is holy. When we say hallow, that's what we're saying, your holy name, the one who is worth praising. I don't know whether you've ever heard about this, but there's a church in York that has a freeze at the front of it. You know, like we've got ours with the, um, ten, the um, Ten Commandments on it. Well, there's a church in York that has the Lord's Prayer on it. And on the first line, it says, Our Father who art in heaven, hello. The next line, where'd be your name? <laughs> and I love that because actually what you're saying, hi, God. And that's what we're saying at the very start of the prayer, saying, hi, God, we're saying, we are here to worship you and to praise your name. Well, we're going to turn to the next part of the Lord's Prayer, which is all about bread. My favorite part. Excellent. I'm going to read this from the message uh, version, which is a, a paraphrase uh, version. Let me read you these words. Jesus said, when you pray, say, Father, reveal who you are. Set the world right. Keep us alive with three square meals. Keep us forgiven with you and forgiving others. Keep us safe from ourselves and the devil. Thanks. Katie. Yeah. Uh, keep us alive with three square meals. That's a different way of phrasing it. Uh, and I really like it. It kind of gets to the root of, of this is what we need. But I kind of feel like it misses something a bit. Give us today our daily bread. Uh, it's a weird phrase, really, isn't it? Because I do love bread. I really love bread. Uh, but if I'm honest, I think I'd rather pray, give us today our daily pizza, or my daughter would probably say, give us our daily ice cream. Um, but why bread? Uh, so as is often the case with Jesus, he doesn't mean exactly, literally what he is saying. Uh, he doesn't mean that we need to ask for bread every day. But bread is what we call a staple part of the diet in lots of cultures. You get bagels from Poland, dampers from Australia, paratha from India, zop from Switzerland, I could go on. But bread is found in every culture in some form or another. It's easy to make, it used to be cheap, it fills you up. Uh, and when other food is scarce or even more expensive, bread is there. When the Israelites were stranded in the desert, wandering around for 40 years, God gave them manna from heaven. It was a flaky, wafer-like substance that they baked into bread, a kind of cakey, honey-ish bread, but the idea is similar. And whilst I could go on a bre about bread, because I really do love it, uh, the point is, I'm trying to make, Jesus knew everyone knows what bread is, 
every culture needs it. When my 18-month-old hasn't eaten quite enough at dinner, I'll chuck him a piece of bread to keep him full and going until the morning. And that's the point of this part of the Lord's Prayer. We're asking God to provide us with what we need. Not necessarily what we want, but what we need. The things that will give us life, that will sustain us. Of course, he is like a parent, and like any parent we know, sometimes you have to say no to those requests. But he is, as we sung earlier, perfect in all of his ways. He might not give you your wants, but he will give you your needs. But the most exciting part I find about praying like Jesus in this way is that he prays for daily bread. This isn't a one-off, a, a big need kind of thing, although it might be that. This is Jesus giving us permission to ask God for what we need every day. And those things will change from day to day. Now, I know, as a parent, <laughs> sometimes hearing, mummy, 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 can I have, do I want, can I have, can I want, I get a bit frustrated. Good news, God doesn't do that, okay? God is patient. You can go to him as many times a day as you like and ask for what you need, and he will be listening. It's a reminder that we need to come fresh to God every day to connect with him and ask for those daily needs. It'd be much easier if he'd asked us to pray for yearly needs, right? We only had to do it once a year, job done. But instead, we're reminded to come to God every day and ask him for his help. We're reminded that we need God every day and that we can and should rely on him. It's also a reminder that we don't need to worry too far into the future. Elsewhere in the Bible, in Matthew's gospel, Jesus says, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. We're not praying for tomorrow's worries or concerns. We're praying for today, for our daily needs, our daily bread. And just as an aside, I'm in no way saying you can't pray for the future. Uh, we can and absolutely should. But sometimes we get so caught up in those future worries that we lose sight of what's happening right now. So I want you to take a little moment. Think about today. You're not going to share this with anyone this time. We're nearly halfway through the day. Uh, think about what you're doing this afternoon, this evening. Are there any moments that are worrying you? Or perhaps you've got some feelings that just aren't quite what you want them to be. Or there's a little niggle in your brain or a conversation you've been meaning to have for a while. They might be big things, they might be really teeny tiny things. But take a moment and think, what do you need from God today? I'm going to read the last one from the Good News uh, Bible, which is the one that we quite often use with the kids' groups, uh, and it says it like this. Uh, Father, may your holy name be honoured. May your kingdom come. Give us day by day the food we need. Forgive us our sins, for we forgive everyone who does us wrong, and do not bring us to hard testing. Thank you, Katie. Now, those of you who know me know that I like to attempt things in all age services. And today is no exception. Hopefully it will work. I've practiced it. 
um, and it did, so hopefully it will. We're going to think, first of all, um, though, about those words in uh, the Good News Version that say this, forgive us our sins, for we forgive everyone who does us wrong. And that's a challenge, actually, isn't it? Because there's a challenge there to not only ask God for forgiveness for ourselves, but to recognize that it's also about the fact that we are called to forgive those who do us wrong. And I don't know about you, but I know I find that hard at times. Sometimes when it's something really difficult, it might be that we need to start by saying, Lord, I want to forgive Please help me. And we'll think about that more in a moment. We know the Bible tells us that Jesus has paid for all our sin, all the things that we've done or said or thought um, on the cross. But also, we're told that we need to forgive others. But the amazing thing is that he can help us do that. And I've got in front of me a visual aid (laughs) to help us think about this this morning. So I want you to imagine, it's going to be hard, that this is you or me. If you look closely enough, there is a smiley face on this bottle. Um, And um, in the Bible, it says these words in Luke chapter 6, in fact, Jesus says, For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. So interestingly, that reminds us that um, what we are thinking on the inside has an impact on what happens on the outside. It affects what we say. It affects what we do. And so imagine this is you or me. um, And I want you to imagine that these are some of the things, these colored liquids. It's just water with food coloring in, in case anyone's wondering. Um, I'm not that sort of chemist. My dad is, but I'm not. that um, this green liquid, maybe this green liquid represents something, someone who has stolen something from us. I'm going to pour a little bit of that liquid in, like that, maybe a little bit more than that. And then we take that, don't we? We take those times when someone might have stolen something from us, and it stays in us. But maybe there's also those times when someone has hurt us with some of their words, and that goes in. It's starting to look a bit weird, isn't it, inside? We take those things on ourselves as well. Or maybe this yellow liquid uh, represents someone who's maybe made fun of you, something like that. And again, that can be really hard as well. Or maybe someone has done something that you really don't like, whatever it might be, and maybe that's affected you as well. But you can now see that instead of one of just one of these bright colours, it's sort of got a weird mucky colour. And the fact is, that's what sin can do to us, can't it? For the things that we do, but also what other people do to us. But the Bible reminds us, and this prayer reminds us, that when we say to God, please forgive me, there's also a part that's about us saying, Lord, I want to forgive. But as I said, sometimes that is difficult, and we need to ask God to help us to forgive um, others. So I want you to imagine that this balloon is going to be full of the Holy Spirit. (laughs) Sorry, I've got a microphone on. You're going to hear it being blown up. That's a bit weird. I apologize. An all-age service. I know, right? Although, you know, Holy Spirit, breath of God, it's quite, you know, it's quite apt. (laughs) 
let it pop. Okay, so I want you to imagine that this balloon is full of the Holy Spirit and that this plastic cup with a cross on, who do you think this might be? Well done. Excellent. You see my vigilate work. Katie, could you hold this for me? Now, I'm going to twist this to begin with just to make it stay on. Basically, the thing is, when we come to God... Oh, can you bring your cup a bit closer? <laughs> oh, oh. When we come to God... The Holy Spirit, and ask the Holy Spirit to help us. Look at that. He helps us to forgive others. And it worked. <laughs> Thank you very much. You can breathe a sigh of relief. <laughs> Although this, um, this um, tablecloth might need washing now. Whoops. At least you swapped out the communion cloth. For yes, just that's a, true. At least I did yeah. that. Um, and that's amazing, isn't it? That when we struggle to forgive, we can come to God and ask him by his spirit to help us to forgive others. And I love that because it's a really hard thing to do at times. So as we think about those words that we say, um, about uh, forgiving, asking God to forgive us our sins as we forgive everyone who does us wrong. We can say those words knowing that God helps us, but that Jesus has taken our sin upon himself on the cross. That we can be free of all that horrible stuff that makes us feel a bit horrible inside that other people have done. We can give it to God and he can take it from us. And we can be fresh to start all over again. And of course, sometimes we may need to do that more than once for something. Maybe many times, if there's something particular that someone has hurt you in and you're struggling to forgive, you may need to do that more than once and that is okay. The main thing is that we want to forgive, even if we might find it difficult so I want to just encourage you now, just to spend a moment of quiet, asking God um, if there's anything particular that you need to have forgiveness for, to do that now, but also to ask the Holy Spirit to help you if there's someone or something you need to forgive as well. So, Heavenly Father, we thank you that in Jesus we have a Savior who has taken our sin, that we can be free and forgiven. And for those things that we maybe need to forgive others in, we ask that you would help us by your Holy Spirit to do that. In Jesus' name, amen. So, we're on to our very final part of the Lord's Prayer in the Gospel according to Luke. And it is this, lead us not into temptation. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we were thinking about this and thinking, how do we finish a service? If we've planned a service based on the Lord's Prayer, how do we finish with lead us not into temptation? Yeah, and when I think about temptation, I always think about food. <laughs> Just I mean, it's me and the bread again. Um, but it's, you know, it's that temptation of, I want what they've got, and how am I going to get it? And I need that, and I need that, and always needing more. Which I think, 
generally as a society is kind of an issue at the moment. Absolutely. And, and actually, when we think about asking God to not lead us into temptation, it's about asking God to, not, to help us to live lives that are pleasing to him. So it's actually a really helpful way to finish because it's about how we go from here. We've thought about worshipping God, our Father who is mm -hmm. holy. We've thought about asking God to come by his kingdom. We've thought about um, him uh, giving us our daily needs. We've thought about his forgiveness. And, and that's so actually, what we do. We're ready, yeah. aren't we, to go from here. And actually it's about asking God to help us in that. Yeah, I think that's a really cool way to finish even though it feels like a, you know it might not be as happy and upbeat as some of the others it's it's a really good way to go forth um and one thing that i always think of with this is um a few years ago the pope i don't know if anyone remembers uh, he he made a comment that it shouldn't be lead us not into temptation because god would never lead us to temptation and actually if you think about it as let us not fall into temptation is kind of more helpful yeah. um a way of doing it yeah brilliant so let's just be quiet for a moment and think about the rest of this day, mm. think about this week, maybe even think about this summer, and ask God to help us to live lives which are pleasing to him, that we wouldn't be led into temptation, mm. but that we'd be, we'd be led pleasing God and worshiping him in our lives. So let's just have a moment of quiet as we do that. So we're going to finish by saying together the Lord's Prayer. But we've got someone who's going to come and say it in their own language first. So can I invite you to take a seat? I'm going to invite Innocent up, who's going to come and say this to us in his uh, language from Rwanda. Thank you. There you go. That's it. <laughs> Please pray. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thank you, Innocent. That was beautiful. So let's uh, say together the Lord's Prayer. And if you know it in another language, um, why don't you say it in that? And there might be moments when we're not all together, but that is okay because God is the one that's most important in this, not us being all exact with um, all the words together at the same time. So let's pray this together. Our, Our Father, Father in, in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your, your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Amen.